Here in the book of John, chapter 1, uh, the gospel, not the gospel of John, uh, chapter uh, 17, sorry, sorry, John chapter 1, verse 17, it, uh, it, it says, for the law was given through Moses, but grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. Now, last last uh, on Friday there was a women's meeting in Shkirmatla in uh, in Sydneynia. And this woman was laying down the law. She told people they were going to go to hell if they died without having confessed all their sins. Which is essentially Old Testament. She talked about having unknown sins that we haven't repented for. Old Testament. About women wearing men's clothing. Old Testament. She started talking about, uh, uh, and then and a, a lot of what she was saying is basically completely Old Testament. The problem with this approach is just that it, it just doesn't work. Because the more you actually tell people off, the stronger the power of sin in their life becomes. So I just want us to look at some scriptures that talk about where we are in the Bible. Because even though we have a complete Old Testament here, this book wasn't written to us. It was written to Jews under the Old Testament. And so consequently there needs to be some degree of interpretation going on when we read it. For example, we don't, we don't sacrifice sheep anymore. But this first scripture I've just looked at says the law was given through Moses. Grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. And so first of all there's a separation here. Between, between the law and between grace and truth. Now, we believe in the truth and so we can preach the truth but it's grace and truth. Um, the other thing we need to remember is that we are actually Gentile believers. Um, um, I was saying we are we are the nations. I lose the, I lose the word every time. Uh, Gentiles, 
Ние сме а, езичници вярващи, езичници, които са се покръстили и се покаяли. Били сме ни верници, си реч. Бог има план за евреите, неговите призвания. И те са неговия народ. И ние обичаме евреите, те са избраните. Аз не съм роден евреин. И вие не сте евреи. И не сме от Израел, не сме от Иерусалим, ние сме от тук. And so we very clearly come into the category of being the nations or Gentiles. And what was happening in the book of Acts is that the Jewish people were trying to make The Gentile believers come underneath the law. И какво става, когато след Исус Христос, неговото смъртта му и възкресението, евреите започват да говорят на езичниците за Христос и за спасението, но в един момент искат да ги натоварят с закона. Тук в Дианата на апостолите 15 глава вижда как са решили този проблем. It said some men, this is verse 1, some men came down from Judea to Antioch. От първия стих в 15 глава казва, някои излязаха от Юдея и учиха братята, казвайки, ако не се обрежете според Моисеевия закон обред, не можете да се спасите. Тъй като стана немалка препирня и разискване между тях и Павел и Варнава Братята наредиха Павел и Варнава и някои други от тях да възлязат за този въпрос в Иерусалим. И когато аз се сблъскам с такъв вид неща, аз лично са дразна и почвам да се едосвам. И започвам да се препирам. Защото виждам унищожението, което носи това получаване в църква. И когато видя хора, които проповядват тази грешна, аз вика съм тяхния ужас. This is cancer in the church. And it, it destroys the church. And it makes people not want to go anywhere near the church. And, people, and I believe that the people who get into this become Pharisees. And they completely lose contact with grace. Те загубват всякаква връзка с Божията благодат. И те почват да изгонват хората от църквата. Жени, които носят панталони или са с лакирани ногти или гримове или най-различни неща, които те гледат по-бързо. И просто стават изважда най-лошото в един вярващ, какво може да бъде. But many of the churches are—it's incredibly legalistic in Russia. But the whole of Eastern Europe is incredibly legalistic. And I would say this is one of our biggest fights here. We're not fighting—you know—doctrines of legalism. 
тези доктрини и теологии на легализъм, на буквата, на закона. И аз започвам да изучавам Словото още по-силно, за да потвърда, че това, което е аз проповядваме истината. Защото аз искам истината. Но искам истината да идва с благодарност. Повечето хора проповядват закон и истина. Библията ни учи да говорим истината в любов. Знам, че ако ти влеяш някъде и разсърдиш, разстроиш всички хора, и им кажеш, защо тези хора всичките сега са против тебе, тя казва, аз просто казах истината. Това не е приемливо. Истината трябва да идва с любов. Трябва да идва с благодат. Само истината сама по себе си, без любов, няма сила, не действа. Тук виждаме как са се спречкали много сериозно по този същия въпрос на Ерусалим. Аз нямам нищо против да има препирня и разискване. Аз имам препирни с Йоанна много често на Шеган жена. И знам, че Шеган до някой път се притеснява и се засрамява, че влизаме в препирня. Но аз насърчавам това нещо. Аз искам да има разговор. Защото в крайна сметка се борим да разберем истината. И аз не искам хората просто да се съгласяват с мене, за да ми угодат. И ако четем тук за тая препирня, която става въпрос, в седми стих се казвате така. И след много разпитване, шести стих, тогава апостолите и презвитерите се събраха да разискват този въпрос. И след много разпитване и разискване, Петър стана и им каза. Виждате ли тук много разпитване, много дискутиране, много разговори имаше? Да може ние да нашия живот да го насочваме в пътя между всичките мини, дето дявола ги е насеял по пътя ни. Трябва да имаме дискусия, да разискваме нещата, да може да разберем може би няма да е добре с млади новоповярвали да се дискутират неща и да се спори с тях. От едно и също време. Не младите новоповярвали, не са дискутирали в църквата пред всичките. Може би единствената ми грешка, когато се разправям с Йоанна, е, че да съм го направил пред други вярващи, които са новоповярвали, да се говори. Теологичните дискусии, тези дискусии трябва да се водят на четири очи или на тези хора, които са всички в една зряла вяра. Тук в 20 стих виждаме отговора, който те решават да вземат. 
uh, I don't know what's funny. Um, they they were told to uh, abstain from food polluted by idols. From sexual immorality. And from the meat of strangled animals. And from blood. Yeah, that's it. That's all they were told not to. And to be perfectly frank, that is us, guys. And really, you know, we're not running around worshipping idols. And I don't like drinking blood. <laughs> and so really, the only law I've got here is the law about sexual immorality. So I'm not to be sleeping around. I'm not to be keeping and committing adultery. And so, I mean, we can, we can certainly preach on, on, you know, not committing adultery and, and being sexually pure. But I'm sorry, that is that was all they were told to do. Men's clothing, women's clothing, none of that. It didn't even have anything about confessing sin and all sorts of other stuff here. And, uh, and uh, let me just go through another few scriptures here in the book of James. It's James chapter 2. Uh, it goes on. Chapter 2. Yeah, uh, let's just get this in a minute. Hang on, hang on. Okay, right, 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 right. Okay, okay, James says it Right. Okay, it talks about the royal law. James 2 verse says, If you keep the royal law found in the scripture, James 2.8, Love your neighbor as yourself. You know, if people, if people actually, he says, you're doing right. Okay, so if you keep the royal law found in the scripture, love your neighbor as yourself, you are doing right. That's it, guys. Love your neighbor as you love yourself. Yeah, I'm going to go through all of that, but I'm just saying this is the royal law. And I don't go to every Pentecostal church to hear what's, ha- what's being preached. But when I look at the fruit of some of these people's lives, I'm looking at people, some people are almost on the verge of mental illness. Because they're weighed down with so many rules and regulations and laws. And yet, that, I don't see that in the Bible. I've told you before that it makes easy preaching. 
Много е лесно да се проповядва закона. It's like telling kindergarten children scary stories about monsters. Се едно да вземеш ини малки дечица и да им разказваш страшни истории, да ги плашиш. Yeah, you're gonna have a lot of scared little children. Много малките деца лесно се плашат. But that doesn't make you a big tough guy. Но това не те прави много знаеш. And this sort of preaching is just. И този начин на проповядване. It's so wrong. I don't even have words to describe it. Е толкова грешен, че нямам думи да го опиша. And most of these churches are just very small and weak. And all these people, they don't have many friends. They just have lots of enemies. Because all they do to the people around them is condemn them. Tell them they're going to hell. Make them feel awful. And the gospel. The gospel is good news. It actually means good news that is too good to be true. And what he's saying is saying that because Jesus Christ died on the cross. And because God is favorable to us. If we just give him a little bit of faith. We can receive forgiveness and healing. And prosperity. And we can be saved. From every thing that we've ever done. От всяко нещо, което ние сме се грешили, което ние сме направили грешно. Не защото ние сме станали много добри хора и сме се поправили сега и сме станали съвършени. Защото Той даде живота си за нас. Безплатно, без да сме го заслужили. Така че то не е заради това, че ние сме много добри и нещо добро сме направили в този живот. And to really be saved, you've got to have all these good works as well. And this is wrong. Keep going down here. It says in verse 10, For whoever keeps the whole law and yet stumbles at one point, it says, If you show favoritism, you sin and are convicted by the law as lawbreakers. You know, we've all shown favoritism. It says, for whoever keeps the whole law, and yet stumbles at one point is guilty of breaking all of it. For he who says do not commit adultery, Понеже онзи, който е рекал, не прелюбодействай, рекал е и не убивай. Така говорете и така постъпвайте като човеци, които ще бъдат съдени по закона на свободата. 
Because judgment without mercy will be shown to anyone who has not been merciful. Mercy triumphs over judgment. And in many cases these people have no mercy whatsoever. They will sling you out of a church for just wearing makeup. And they won't care how offended you are. They will condemn you to hell without even a... Their hearts are hard. And I just... This is it's deep, deep sin. And these people don't realize how badly in error they are. Here is another scripture in the book of Galatians. And uh, Galatians chapter 5 uh, verse um, it says uh, okay, he goes uh, you my brothers were called to be free. Galatians 5.13 But do not use your freedom to indulge the sinful nature. Rather serve one another in love. Uh, you see, this comes into another matter. I don't believe Christians want to sin. I believe that if you're genuinely saved, you are looking to be free from sin. I'm married to Milena. I don't wake up in the morning thinking how I can sleep off and have, have sex with another woman. I keep myself pure because I love my wife. I control myself. I have no desire to offend Milena. In fact, I'm doing everything to please her. I can. Because I love her. Okay. But if, if you preach to your people as though they want to just run off and sin all the time, you've got the completely wrong idea about what Christian even is. Yeah, I, I, under the Old Testament they had to have really strong rules and regulations to stop people But the first thing we do to someone before we even clean them up from their alcohol and all of their problems, we get them to get Jesus in their hearts. Because you can get an alcoholic and an adulterer and you can clean his life up. Unless he's got the life of Jesus in his heart, as soon as he's away from your influence, he'll be 
back doing it again. И пак ще бъде същия както е бил преди. Because his nature is to sin. Защото вътре в него си той има греха. It's like getting a pig and, and, and cleaning them up. Както се казва, като вземеш едно едно прасе и може да го измиеш, да го изчистиш, да го изкъпиш, да го напаркамираш. А мен и сей съм мал, he's going to go and wolf. He's in that mud. Пуснеш навънка, то ще намери един гел и ще се обвъргаля от всякъде в него. But when we get born again. Но когато ние сме новорождени. Вътре се променя. Вътре в нас се променя. И вътре в нас ние искаме вече да служим на Господа. Така че ние когато проповядваме на хората, ние говорим на тази светлина, дето е вътре в тях. Тук Павел говори за тази свобода и това казва, аз съм свободен, каквото искам мога да правя. To indulge the flesh. Но не дейте да използвате свободата си с долгаждите на плътта. И след това казва, но служете си един на друг в любов. Много хора проповядват грех, 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 грех. Няма за проповядване истината. Нямам против да се проповядва истината. Аз съм проповядвал, как истината е, че ние не бива да прелюбодействаме напредвам. Също съм проповядвал да не се напиваме, да не се опиваме с алкохол. Проповядвал съм върху десетте заповеди. Но аз го проповядвам като истина. Аз не го проповядвам към хората, все едно, че те са грешници и са грешили посетите. Аз казвам, това е стандарта на праведния човек. И ако ние живеем по този стандарт, ние огаждаме на Бог. Но те хора, които застават пред човека и го сочат с пръста и казват, ти си грешник и правиш така и така. Ето казва, защото целият закон се изпълнява в една дума. Да обичаш близния си както себе си. А тук в 15 стихи се казва в какъв е резултата, ако ние сме само по закон действаме. Но ако вие си хапите и си едете един друг, разете се да не би един друг да се изтребва. И затова повечето църкви сами се самоунищожават. И хората са бедни, нищожни, нищажни хора вътре в тези църкви. Все едно да изпълниш, да вземеш хора и да ги събереш на това. И да им дадеш на всички по една туяга и да им кажеш да се бият по главата. Това ще бъде пълна с наранени, прибити хора. Всички ще са с чупени кости, с 
the devil is loving his head. And this is a result of the law. And to my horror, I heard the other day that a, that a guy who's got a massive, uh, huge work in Africa and my friend goes to her my friend goes to their leadership conference and she's sitting there surrounded by, th- by, by hundreds of uh, pastors' wives and the number one uh, thing on the agenda and they spend almost an hour arguing over it is should women be coming to church with nail varnish on? I'm sorry, what I feel about people like that I would take, the, I would take every one of them including their husbands and I would fire them as far as I'm concerned if I hear stuff like that and if you're under my authority it's instant dismissal because, you, because people like that have, have no grasp of the gospel whatsoever and I know that when I turn my backs on them they won't be feeding the sheep they'll be beating the sheep and I, 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 I'm telling you I get angry even talking about it Look here in Galatians. Look here again in Galatians chapter two here. Verse eleven. Okay. It says when Peter came to Antioch. When Peter came to Antioch. So here we here we've got now we've got Peter. He's one of Jesus' disciples. He's the leading guy in the church of Jerusalem. This is Peter who walked on water, Peter, <laughs> who said good things in front of Jesus and bad things in front of Jesus. He, got, he preached on the day of Pentecost and got thousands of people saved and baptized. And Paul, he said, I opposed him to his face. Because he was clearly in the wrong. You see, I don't care who you are, and how many churches you've started and how many tapes you've got I am going to I'm going to get all over you for this particular area. And I, you can see how emotional they got over this issue in the, in the Bible. 
You know, when Peter opposed Paul to his face, when Paul opposed Peter to his face, if you were in the room that day, you know, you would have been... Uh, it was tense atmosphere. And it says here... Um, what is it, darling? Just talk to her a second. I've played recently. I've played recently. Yeah, yeah, I've played. Yes, I have. I'm right up to date on playing. They, they're wanting to cut the electricity. Well, it's totally ridiculous. They're, they're wrong. I paid before Christmas. I paid the latest bill. Da, da, I paid this year. Yeah, yeah. Molia? Go. Ah, go to Strave, Strave. Da. 210 lever, and they have to cut it off. Well, that's ridiculous because I've paid recently and I've paid the recent bill. Tell them to stop it. I'm going to pay all the way home. В Пловдив ще го платим в енергото, нали? Дай ми клиентския номер. Кажи го пак. Да. 794950. Добре. Добре. Айди ча. Добре. Okay, um, don't worry about that. Let's let's just get back onto this, all right? Let me just talk. Let me just take it. Take it. Добре ли си, маме? Не се притеснили? Не си се притеснила, че дойдоха хората там? А, добре, маменце, айди, стой си вкъщи и не се притеснявай. Знам, мамо, бронхит имаш. Да, не се притеснявай, мамо, те си дали хапчите. Айди, маменце, и хапни нещо, чули? Айди, чапи. Okay, okay, don't worry about that. Look, let's just let's let's finish this off, right, okay? Okay, right, okay. Peter, uh, Paul opposed Peter to his face. Because he was clearly in the wrong. It says, before certain men came from James... He used to eat with the Gentiles. But when, they, when he arrived, he began to draw back and separate himself from the Gentiles. Because he was afraid, because he was afraid of those who belonged to the circumcision group. <clears throat> the other Jews joined him in his hypocrisy, so that by their hypocrisy, even Barnabas was led astray. 
And then it says, it says, when I saw that they were not acting in line with the truth of the gospel, I said to Peter in front of them all, you are a Jew, yet you live like a Gentile and not like a Jew. How is it then that you force the Gentiles to follow Jewish customs? And what's happening is that people are trying to make Christians, Gentiles, make follow Jewish customs. И какво стават тези лидери са опитвали да карат езичниците да изпълняват закона на евреите, нали обрязването е едно от закона на евреите. And let's go a bit further into the into the into the actual uh, into the thing. It says we who are Jews by birth. 15 стих ние които сме по природа юдеи. And not Gentile sinners. А не грешници от езичниците. Know that a man is not justified by observing the law. Като знаем че човек не се оправдава чрез дела. But by faith in Jesus Christ. По закона, а само чрез вяра в Исус Христос. Now that word justified means that we are made righteous. Тази дума оправдава, значи ние като сме оправдани сме станали It means that we come into the family of God and we don't become children of God by obeying any laws but by faith in Jesus Christ. And once we are in the family of God sin has nothing to do with our, our relationship. And so for this woman to say that if you sin you're going to go to hell която е проповядвала, че ако ти се грешиш и не се изповядаш, отиваш пада. Това е така глупаво, както се аз да кажа, че ако аз се греша против жена си, или ако тя се греши против мене, избърка яденето, изгори ми манджата, или пък мазалей с кафе, аз трябва да се разведа и да се ожена отново за нея. Това е абсолютно глупаво. But that's what people are preaching. Because when we become justified by faith in Jesus, we are enter the family of God. We are given the name of Christian. And when Christians die, they go to be with Jesus. Yes, we should be free from sin. But sin is not to do with our end exit or end us going to heaven or not. And the people who preach that we're only as good as our last confession и хора, които проповядват, че ние сме само праведни до, до толкова, доколко сме изповядали дърховещите. За съжаление, били са в библейски училища и явно са научили нищо от там. Те са дисквалифицирани за служение. И трябва да отидат да си намерят друга работа да вършат. Защото това, което правят е разруха в тялото. И това, което правят е разруха в тялото. 
I just very concerned with this sort of teaching. And I know it's very popular in Stolipin. I'm sorry, the people that preach this sort of stuff have got to start reading their New Testament and go and get some new Bible, go and get some modern Bible teaching. Let's just read a little bit further here. It says, we too have put our faith in Jesus Christ. This is in verse, uh, end of verse 16. That we may be justified by faith in Jesus Christ and not observing the law. And then it goes again, because observing the law, no one will be justified. You know, once you become a Christian like our brother here, at, at some point or other you gave your heart to Jesus Christ and you became a child of God. Since that time I know you've had some struggles. But God, but God had his hand on you. You've been in his family and, 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 I'm so delighted that here we are now and, and, and what's been born in you is coming out of you. And you know, we, we have to major on this word justification and righteousness. We must, our people must be absolutely certain of their security in Christ. When we become born again, our names are written in the Lamb's Book of Life. And so somewhere, somewhere my name is written, Craig Sikul. I believe my name is only written once in that name, Lamb's Book of Life. The way that many people preach, they got a whole book just for themselves. And their name is written a thousand times and crossed out 999 times. Because they believe as soon as they commit a sin it's struck out. And they confess the sin and it's written again. That is ridiculous. It's like me and Milena walking around with 500 marriage certificates and 499 divorce certificates it doesn't make a lick of sense and that's why I'm so concerned with people who are preaching this because it is so completely ignorant in the light of the new covenant 
For people who are really into this, go, go and be a Jew. Go and become a Jewish person. And look at it. Obey the law. But you are certainly, you are not, you are not a New Testament believer. And the people who are in danger of actually losing their salvation are these sort of people. Many of these people, I doubt whether they're even born again. Many of these churches don't even preach the new birth. They just preach uh, works. And these are the people who are in danger of getting to heaven or getting to the judgment seat of Christ. And God saying, I never knew you. And uh, here's my last verse of scripture here. Again, words of Jesus from the New Testament, Matthew And Jesus replied. Jesus replied, Love the Lord your God. With all your heart and soul. First and greatest commandment. Then the second commandment was love your neighbor as yourself. And then in verse 40 it says, All the law and commandments hang on the all the law and the prophets hang on these two commandments. Here again, here, this is our New Testament law. Let me just show it to you in one more place and then I'll quit. Right. <laughs> here we go, here we go in the book of... This is John now. So we've had, so we've had Paul talk about it. We've had, uh, I'm, going, I'm going to 1 John. But let's just look at the people that we've had talk about this. We've had, Jesus has mentioned it. Тук виждаме кои са хората, които говорят за това нещо. Чухме Исус какво казва James mentions it. Obviously Paul mentions it. The whole of the book of Romans is about this. Galatians, Ephesians, all of Paul's letters are on this subject. That we are made righteous through faith in Jesus Christ. And then the Bible says the just shall live by faith. The Bible says it's by grace you have been saved through faith. Grace, 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 grace. And yet we've got supposedly intelligent people preaching law. And it's so destructive. And here we've got this, it says, uh, this is in, uh, um, I'm just trying to find this, um, 
Hey, John, here we go. Let's have a look. I'm just looking for the verse. It says, um, um, dear friends, forgive me a minute. I, I, it's a mother Bible, it's underlined. Um, it says, uh, uh, dear friends, if our hearts do not condemn us, we have confidence before God. Uh, and uh, this is, yeah, 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 here we go. Yeah, First John 3 and verse 22. 21, we can start if you want. It says, dear friends, if our hearts do not condemn us, we have confidence before God and we receive from him anything we ask. Because we, have, because we obey his commandments and do what pleases him. Now, all the legalists jump up and down now and get excited and go, yeah, yeah, that's the Old Testament, that's all the Ten Commandments. But praise the Lord. And they bang each other over the head with their baseball bats. Yeah? But verse 23 says, and this is his command. To believe in the name of His Son Jesus Christ and to love one another as He commanded us. Those who obey His commands live in Him and He in them. And then it says, this is how we know that He lives in us. We know it by the Spirit He gave us. And so we are struggling to get more than two laws for the Christians. And it certainly isn't the masses of rules and regulations under the Old Covenant. And the good news is, is that if we actually preach this love and this uh, grace that we're looking at, and this righteousness, and this is security in Christ we will have a very a bunch of very holy people who are actually fulfilling the old covenant but if we if we preach the old covenant to new covenant believers, we will have the saddest bunch of people you have ever seen. I don't know one person, and I've known many, many legalistic people. I don't know anybody who's preached legal for a long time that, that hasn't had tremendous tragedy in their families sickness and disease divorce losing the whole ministries church splits it's the most it, somehow or other it manages to open the door so wide for the devil it's not even funny I remember my mum and dad commenting on a church back in Cornwall and they said that's the most legalist bunch we know 
голямите легалисти са там, спазват всичко до точката. Но много интересно казва, те са най-болните хора, които познаваме. Те са болни в и в този град също наблюдавам хора, които са много по този начин на проповядване. Те нямат никаква победа в живота си. Чудеса да се случват в тяхния живот. Финанси да идват в живота им. Свидетелстват на хора и хората се покаяват при тях. Които проповядват благодата на Господа и не вярват в тези проповеди. И във всички дини църкви, които сме нашите църкви, Шегани сербес на Сашко църквите. Ние трябва да изградим едно ядро от вярващи. Които да са пълни с благодат и истина. И без значение който отиде при тях. Да ги обичат и да ги приемат докато се влязат в победа тези хора. И трябва да унищожим всякакъв легализъм. Защото ако ние нямаме тази това силно ядро хора пълни с благодата на Господа, само един да дойде от тези църкви и да дойде между нас, той ще подпали всички това. И всички ще почнат да се удрят по главата с закона. Виждате, казва тук, новозаведните вярващи, как непрекъснато се подхлъзваха и се бореха и се подхлъзваха в Стария Завет. Се искаха да влязат защото така бяха свикнали оттам бяха излезли. И толкова им беше лезно просто да отидат пак обратно в закон. Петър и даже вика и върнава се повлече по лицемерие. Но Петър явно се покая от това нещо. И в самото си послание, в Петровото послание, той казва за Павел, че той беше голям апостол на Господа. И затова казвам, че трябва да внимаваме, да не се подхлъзнем в това нещо. Амин.